Hey there, adventurer. I appreciate you taking the time to do an investigation check and dig into the archives of the show. I wanted to let you know that this is an old episode back when the show was called The Hard Thing Podcast. The topics are still the same, though the format and some of the names are different. If instead you are coming back to The Hard Thing Podcast, well, surprise, we changed our name and some of our branding. Feel free to hang out in the archives and listen to all the wonderful old episodes of The Hard Thing Podcast or take on a new adventure by listening to some of our current episodes. Either way, happy adventuring. This is The Hard Thing Podcast. Today, we are overcoming average. Welcome back to another episode of The Hard Thing Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you overcome average, step up above mediocrity, all by doing hard things. The goal of this podcast is to help people bring out the potential within themselves by doing hard things, by overcoming those obstacles that are in between them and a better life, whatever that looks like for you. And today is our Thursday show, so you're going to hear from me and co-host Ty Crockett. Say hello. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about all sorts of things, but the main purpose of this Thursday show is to really give you a glimpse into the journey of doing hard things. Here on this episode, on these episodes, Ty and myself, we take upon ourselves challenges and the action items that the guests leave us on our Monday show. To, to kind of give you an example of what it looks like to be in the trenches, you know, boots on the ground, feet in the mud, doing work, doing hard things. And before we get to today's show, we actually have kind of a special announcement. So if you go back to episode 44 of the Monday show, that would be actually episode 83 overall, uh, our guest Terry Tucker, uh, he actually recently published his book. And when we recorded, he and I, he had been looking around to get his book published, and, and he was finally able to get that published. If you don't remember Terry, he is a police officer who has also battled with cancer. So Terry actually wrote a book called Sustainable Excellence, 10 Principles to Leading Your Uncommon and Extraordinary Life. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was a fun episode. Terry's just such an approachable guy. He, he's, he's really nice to talk to, and it was very insightful talking to him. We actually talked about being a police officer and uh, how he often had to follow his gut and sometimes he would get these gut feelings of just that he was going into danger on the most routine errands and things like that. It was very interesting. Go back and listen to it. Episode 83 overall, but it's titled episode 44. And also check out his book on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes uh, and just, you know, give some love to Terry Tucker. I'm going to look at his book because I'm actually very interested in writing a book myself. Yeah. And that sounds like the kind of book that I would like to write. You, do you want to write a book? Yeah, man. That's really cool. That's why I've got a bag full of books that I wrote over there. Dude, we're going to talk about that. After we're done talking here, we're going to talk about that in the All Things Podcast. Another reminder, if you want to continue the conversation with us, where Ty and I don't, don't just talk about the hard things. We talk about all things. Follow us and subscribe on the All Things Podcast. It's going to be a continuation of this discussion. But now let's jump into the meat of the conversation, which is... Me reporting on the challenge Ty gave me two weeks ago. So Ty, what was that challenge you gave me? I told you to swim three miles in one whole week. How did you do, Justin? I failed. He didn't complete. really fail. No, I did. I did. No, he really legitimately did not. <laughs> I mean, okay, so Ty says I didn't fail. I say I failed. The challenge was to swim three miles in one week. And at the pool we go to, that equals... Uh, let's see, doing the math. It's like 200 and 
11 laps or something like that, give or take. Was it? Yeah, because it's 70 laps right. per mile. And we did we did it every single day. And then Saturday came around and because of scheduling conflicts, because I, I don't have access to the, the gym without Ty. I use his gym pass. I'm kind of a mooch that way. Well, yeah, I have a guest pass that he comes with me and I have to be there. So. Yes, yes. Like, I was unable to attend. I was going horseback riding. Yes, because Ty is a gentleman. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so just... It was basically scheduling conflicts that I didn't, I wasn't able to, to, to finish the task. Yesterday, I finished up most of it, and then tomorrow, my plan is to actually finish the last 18 gosh freaking laps. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm so close, but let me tell you, like, I really love how you gave me the challenge that wasn't just like one day action doing something hard, right? It was like a week long thing because doing something like, Waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning, going swimming, it's cold water, kind of. Yeah. It's hard enough, right? But doing it every day, once I get to like the third day, I was like, I'm doing this no matter what. Like, it, to me, there was no question because I had to. And yeah. it was kind of cool to, to hit that point where I was so committed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's where you build mental toughness is, is by doing it over and over again, even when you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was, t- I've talked about this a thousand times already on, on this show here, but, um, when I hike temp mm-hmm. man, the whole time, I'm like, uh, I just want to give up, but I couldn't because you can't give up in the middle of the wilderness. You got to turn around <laughs> and, you know, come home or whatever. But like, so, so yeah, I, I appreciate that you, um, that you noticed that and that you're mm-hmm. like willing to work through it. Yeah. That's the, that's the best part. Well, funny enough, like I think a week was just long enough that for me, like the beginning was hard kind of, but it, it got easier by the end of the week. Cause I was like, I have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd be really interested to see, cause I, my imagination is that it's a bell curve. And I think a week is somewhere going up on the, on the bell curve side. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of the fitness challenge 75 hard by Andy Frisilla? No. I think it's Andy Frisilla. Uh, basically I looked it up today. It's 75 days, uh, reading 10 pages of a book every day, following a diet every day, doing two 45 minute workouts every day and taking, uh, photographic evidence that you're doing it. Hmm. And to me, I wonder like if I would have that same mentality going through something like that. Cause it's 75 days. That's a little over two months or it's like two and a half months. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I wonder if you'd reach that other side of the bell curve. And I think, you know, on the other side of the bell curve is what you're talking about where you're building that mental resilience. Like, um, I, I think if, if you haven't asked yourself, why am I doing this? It might not be, you might not be working hard enough. Right. You know what I mean? So that, that's something we can talk about later. Anyways, any other thoughts in that area? Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 any, uh, any other thoughts about the challenge? That I gave you yes. specifically the the three mile yeah yeah um I mean I I actually intended at the beginning to do it with you really yeah yeah but after the third day I was like I when we got in the pool mm-hmm. I, I think it was the third day because I did it three days in a row right yeah you did it three days in a row on the third I think day you did it four four days in a row I think it was Friday that you were like that's right well no I think Thursday I didn't do it because um. One, I know there were two days at least that I didn't do it with you besides Saturday. Hmm. Anyway. You didn't do it with me yesterday. Like, oh, no, you did. Okay, yeah. go on. Go on. 
so the third day that I did it with you and we got in the pool the day before I had done some squats uh-huh. after the, the pool and yeah. you had left. Yeah. So I did the squats by myself. And so the next day when I got in the pool, uh-huh. my legs were just done. Yeah. And so then we did the swim and I was like, I, I can't do this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and, and it wasn't my challenge. So I just, <laughs> I decided I had leeway there. No. Yeah, you um, did. But, but yeah, I, I did intend to do it with you because you know, I was there anyway. But then, yeah, the next day, I think I didn't have a swimsuit, um, a clean one, anyway. Classic. And so I, I was like, well, here's my excuse. Well, there you go. I'm just not going to go. But, you know, I still went to the gym. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think I, I think looking back, I wish I would have just stuck to it and finished the three miles. I know well, I can still. I but... can give you that challenge if you want just next week. Mm. We'll see. Anyways. Uh, now let's talk about the action items that our guests on Monday gave us. So if you hadn't listened to the podcast on Monday, this last Monday, I had on Adam Corin, who is a financial coach. And it was a very interesting conversation because he, he's not like your financial advisor. He's not your financial planner. He's more like a financial psychologist or financial like therapist. Does that make sense? Yeah. He deals mostly with helping you in the ways that you think about money mm-hmm. rather than, and, and I mean, he has techniques for helping you in the, in the nitty gritty, but he deals mostly with like, um, like, well, what's most important to you? Why? Like, why do you care about that? Why do you think you should do X, Y, Z? And it was really interesting to kind of have that conversation. Cause more and more I'm thinking, did you get to do that with him? Cause I haven't listened to it yet. Not personally for me. But it was definitely very thought-provoking, and it gave me a lot of things to think about specifically because I asked him a question about, like, how do you bring two people in a, in a relationship? You mm-hmm. know, my wife and I, for example, who obviously have different backgrounds with money, and, like, how do you get them to find a common way to think about money and, and um, kind of come together and build their own money culture, if, if that makes sense. And, I don't know, it was, it was pretty insightful. Um, but... The action items that he gave us were three things. Number one is to look through your accounts, like your bank accounts, your credit card accounts, all that junk, and look for hidden transactions that you weren't aware of, that you're like, whoa, I'm still paying for that. Did you do this? Yeah, actually. Yeah, did um, you find anything surprising? Not recently. I have in the past. Oh, okay. Before uh, this challenge, you, you've looked through Yeah, it. yeah. Before this challenge, I had, in like, uh, I, I try and stay pretty up to date on, like, on your transactions. On my transactions. Yeah. Um, me too. In the past, I, one thing that surprised me was, so my wife and I pay for Adobe Creative Cloud, right? Yeah. And uh, usually it's coming out auto withdrawal on our main bank account. Mm-hmm. But, and in the past, I've used it on our credit cards and vice versa. Um, obviously, trying to pay it off every single time. Yeah. And for some reason, I guess in the months past, it had... There was an issue pulling from the main bank account, so that way I had gone in and in order to keep the services, I had to like put in a different card, which was weird. I couldn't mm. put in the same one. So it surprised me looking back and seeing like, oh, it's pulling from the credit card now, which is it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what about you? Yeah, I uh, actually, I have a story because five years ago, maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I was not budgeting my money. I wasn't really paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, just kind of like I knew I had 
about X amount in the bank. And so I was like, oh, I can, I can spend, you know, around that, yeah. that much. And anyway, so I decided like I was in a tough situation, uh, just financially. And so I decided to like sit down and just put everything down in the budget, in a budget. And I went through my bank records and I found out that I was spending like enormous amounts of money on food. <laughs> I was just going out to eat every Classic. single meal yep. and it added up and it made me realize like, like to not go out to eat so much, you know, which is such a yeah. silly thing to, to, yeah. to do. Cause most people already know that. But, um, so that was surprising because I had never, um, really paid attention. So yeah. I ended up saving a ton more money every month, uh, just going to get some groceries or whatever, <clears throat> or just paying attention to how much. Cause sometimes, you know, you'd go yeah. and, and I'd splurge and yeah. I'd just buy like tons of food. And so I was like, well, I don't actually need that much. So I'd buy only one burger instead of two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, so there was that, but recently, um, yeah, I found another transaction where I'm getting charged twice for <laughs> vid angel. I don't know why. So that's kind of annoying, but also at the same time, I like, I want to support vid angels because sure. I, I like the idea of being able to like right. pick and choose what I, what I watch in movies. Um, but yeah, that, that, those are the surprises that I, that I've had. That's so interesting. I feel like the biggest challenge with money sometimes is just like checking, like just, seeing you know getting yes. a radar on what's going on just paying attention yeah 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 which is why i think i should probably well let's let's move on to the next one unless you're because yeah. uh, the next one i i do have something yeah. to say uh the next action item was actually to think about and work through what you think what you believe personally for you and your situation what you think would make you feel like you're on top of your money so ty go ahead yeah well the 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 action item yeah so the action item that you sent me was ask yourself what you need to do to be on top of your money mm -hmm. um and for me like you said it's about checking right yeah. and paying attention so i am a man of many projects but not many <laughs> that are completed okay well that's a good thing is it yeah i mean i think I, it is i i think i mean the first part second part could be improved of course yeah and i would love to complete a project, you know? Yeah. So anyways, a couple years back, I started working on my budgeting app mm -hmm. and I ended up not completing it for, in my opinion, legitimate reasons. But then yeah. again, all the reasons that I have for not completing are all legitimate. <laughs> but, but, uh, this specific one I stopped building because I noticed that like suddenly, you know, yeah. as you talk about things, you get Facebook ads and Google ads mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I was telling people about this budgeting app that I was building and I was so close to being done. And then I started seeing all these ads for like, there were like five different apps for budgeting that were all essentially the exact same idea as mine. Yeah. And I'm not in, I'm not really like, uh, I mean, I could be more competitive, I guess, but I just didn't care enough yeah. after that. I was like, well, hmm. I mean, anyways, um, so what I did do though is a couple months ago I started, so where I'm trying to get to is budgeting, right? Yes. So this app was budgeting. I stopped building this app. And since then, I haven't really paid attention to my budget. Sure. Okay. So this is something that I would love to be on top of again. And what I was doing um, was just downloading um, a CSV of all the transactions, putting it into a spreadsheet, and then kind of dividing it. Um, so I started to um, download a CSV for my bank. 
and just putting it into a spreadsheet and splitting it out. Sure. And I was like, well, I could, I could still use some of the code that I built for the budgeting app um, and just make a really super simplified version huh. that's specifically for me. Yeah. And I could put it up online and then you could look at it. You could do your own thing and have yeah, an account yeah. or whatever because it's connected to a database and everything so That'd it could nice. save your information. Um, but create a simplified version of what I originally had because what I w originally was going to have was going to include all sorts of like integrations and well yeah like yeah I was thinking like an integration because I had an integration with with this thing called Plaid it mm -hmm. connects with your banks but um, also with like text message right so like it would text you and say hey just FYI like you had this charge where do you want to put it mm -hmm. and then you would open it would send you a link as well and you could tap on the link and right. it would go in so um like I was going to have all sorts of like cool little features into this budgeting app. Um, all features that I had seen also in these other apps, which sure. is the reason why I stopped. Sure. But then I realized like just even having like a simplified version of what I was talking about or like what I wanted to build. Yeah. Where it's like you can plug in your a CSV. Yeah. Just click and drag, drop, and then quickly go through and and it would be able to save like categories that you had built in the past. Anyways, yeah. my point is... Um, I want to start budgeting better. And I think that that is very important for me to be on top of my budget or on top of my financials, because right. then I know budgeting means yeah. you're looking at your money. Yeah. The in and the out. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's super interesting because like, I, I mean, I budget like once a week, maybe once every other week, basically whenever I get paid, it's like pay yeah. bills. And as I'm paying bills, like markdown, you know, and it's not so much like budgeting for me. It's more just like marking the cash flow, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like I could do that more, you know what I mean? And it wouldn't really like benefit me just because I, I feel like with budgeting, as long as you get a general idea and you understand where the holes are, yeah. you know, you can plug them up. So for me, I kind of asked myself like what is going to, like, what, what do I need to do to feel like I'm on top of my money? And that's a very interesting question that maybe we can talk about later. Like, what does it mean to be on top of your money? But I think for me, the main thing is to, like, earn a higher income as a household. And uh, kind of going back to what you were saying before about, like, on one of the other previous podcasts, like, you can look for expenses or you can just go and earn more money. You know what I mean? And I think that one would be... Very beneficial. Also, my wife and I are working on much more self-reliance okay. lately. And uh, that's something that we feel like would help us be on top of our money just because, you know, eat what you kill and stuff like that. So. Right. What do you mean by that? Like, like being more self-reliant will help you be more like on top of your financial situation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just being wiser stewards. Right. Um, right now we're kind of gig weezers, you know. We're, we're moochers. We're we, uh, oh, okay. freeloaders, you could call us. <laughs> uh, we live with her parents. Uh, we help her out, out, out around the house, but they've been super gracious to us. And, and at the same time, ironically, this has kind of weakened us in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, we're trying to stretch our legs and kind of assert ourselves as adults, which is, I don't know, something that we feel is going to... Isn't that one of your goals was to move out? Yeah. Yeah, it is. We talked about that last time? We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. So cool. All right. Last part of today's episode, Ty is going to give me some new challenges. Well, one, one, real quick, uh, 
one of the actual items that you sent me. Oh yes, sorry. Go ahead. Being compassionate with yourself about your money, and I'm curious what that even means. Like, is that something that he talked to you about? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? Uh, and, and I don't know if you know this type, but all these action items are literally at the end of the episodes. I always say, based on our conversation today to the guest, based on our conversation, what one to three action items would you give our audience to do today or this week? So these are things that we've talked about and, the, and that the guest feels like would be good. And and basically, we talked a lot about shame during the episode. And mm. again, it was a very interesting episode just because it was more the psychology of money rather than the, the nuts and bolts. And we both realized that with money, when you're doing it wrong, there's a lot of shame attached to it. Interesting. And it's not supposed to be that way because he, he uh, helped me realize that as far as formal training, we get nothing. Like right. you and me, we because we live in Utah, we had a financial literacy class in school. We we've read books and stuff, but like our parents, I don't know about you, but my parents didn't sit down and no. like work through certain things with me. Um, financial wise, yeah, yeah, financial wise, they didn't like explain certain things. So most of us, and if they did, who knows how much of it would have been accurate, relevant, oh, and yeah. timely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, the, you know, basically he's saying like, you're doing as good as you can. Um, strip away the shame from what how, how you're interacting with your money rather than dealing with shame and, and kind of being like, well, for example, he talked about one couple, right? Mm. And they both had anxiety about money. The man... The anxiety drove... No, no. It was the woman. The woman had anxiety about money that drove her to be very hyper-focused on it, always watching it, micromanaging, right? Right. The husband had the opposite effect. He was anxious so much that he kind of wanted just to not look at it. And, right. Not know, pay not, attention because if there's... Exactly. When you're not paying attention, it doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. And ironically, both of their anxieties kind of fed off one another and, and you know... Uh, um, in a, in a case like that, he is suggesting to us that we just be a little bit more compassionate to ourselves. And when I got this action item, I realized that I have these very interesting and somewhat high expectations, mm-hmm. which are not bad. But the timetable of my expectations might be where I'm stumbling. You know, I'm expecting myself to be at this place right now rather than on the journey to that place oh, you know I what see. i mean yeah and uh, that's that's a hard place to be because i've been there as well yeah i think it's a nice exercise to do because it's not giving yourself excuses it's just saying hey i make mistakes i'm still learning i'm still moving forward yeah budgeting for me was always just to know where the money was going because like i said you know when i first budgeted i was like wow i'm spending a lot of money on food yeah. it wasn't to shame myself but it was like i just need to control that yeah <clears throat> I, I just need to know that oh man that is a problem because yeah. otherwise i wouldn't have known that was a problem because now i'm in a position where i can i can save more and more money because i'm paying attention to what i'm spending my money mm-hmm. on um, and, and once again, I can realize maybe I do need to find a better job that can pay more or I need to do other things that will help me increase my income. Um, and that's what it always was for me. So I guess I was lucky in the sense that like, I never really felt shame around finances. I mean, other than, um, like you were saying, where like you're in a position where you think you should be right. You, you expect that you should be at this place yeah. when you're, when you're on your journey to that place mm-hmm. and you're, you're yeah, right. That's, that's a really hard place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, anyway. Yeah. 
So um, be compassionate to yourselves, people, uh, but couple that compassion with a diligent effort moving forward uh, when it's not whole without the other, you could say. Now, let's move on to the challenges for me going forward these next two weeks. Ty, what do you got for me? Challenge one. Okay. Record and upload a video of your podcast to YouTube. Hmm. Any video? No, 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 no. Of your podcast. No, no, but like any podcast, any video of the podcast. Like, do you have video? Yeah, like any you have episode. Video? You already have video of your episodes. Well, the first couple, I've I've made them into like the wave form. Oh no! So like actual video of your face. Hmm. Well, I I do have video of that. Okay. M- more specificity with the challenge. Upload or record. Your next, um, record your next Monday podcast in video Yes. and upload it to YouTube. Are you saying this Monday, the 28th, upload it to YouTube? Yes. Okay. But you, do you have video? Yeah. From this Monday's? Yeah. How? Zoom. That's how I record my podcast. Oh, does Zoom have all of have all the video it records a video yeah yeah that's why i stopped using skype well like skype records video too but okay i just my camera's such bad quality but that's a good challenge challenge number two because anyway go ahead because what well because in essence that's not like do it this monday it's like start this monday yeah start doing it because i can't like once i start i won't be able to stop yeah so YouTube. Okay. Okay. Number uh, two. Number two. Do four MRFs in one week. Four MRFs? Yeah. Like full MRFs? Yeah. Dude. I did a quarter MRF this morning. A quarter? Yeah. I did a... Uh, I actually did a quarter MRF this morning. Actually, it was a little bit more than a quarter. Quarter MRF seems pretty easy. Time's out. No. Mine was uh, more than a half. Mm. I was going to say, like, because I only did 25 pull-ups. I, yeah, I did 60 pull-ups mm. with Nate. Yeah. And tomorrow, we're actually going to do it again if you want to be there. I have to swim tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to swim. Oh, cool. And then after the swim, we're going to do a MRF. And the way that I'm doing it right now is, so I did a five, so I did uh, 50 pull-ups, mm-hmm. and then... 100 push-ups and, sorry, 200. We are getting off track. I did 50 pull-ups. Why does, yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess. No, no, I like talking about the Murph. I did half Murph yesterday. Then today I did one more than half. So I did, Mm. instead of doing five pull-ups, I did six pull-ups. That makes sense. And then so forth with the other, like two two more push-ups and then three more sit-ups. Let's continue this conversation because I like... Right. Talking about the Murph, but just give me one last challenge and then I'll finish up yeah. the episode. Do a thousand pull-ups in one week. A thousand pull-ups. That's a good one. That's more than a hundred pull-ups a day. 
Dude, that's nuts. Yeah, doing a Murph would be doing four Murphs would actually be less than the thousand pull-ups. Oh gosh. I will do the podcast uploaded to YouTube. <laughs> well, you already um, you already achieved the physical one last week, yeah. so we can, But also, like, I'm I'm kind of working up to do the Murph. Also, like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just for you me can... workouts in the morning have a lot to do with time, mm. you know. So like, having time. Well, just like being very time conscious. I hate it because I'm always trying to do other things in the morning too, like work on real estate and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, right. Anyways, so there you guys have it. Uh, tune in in two weeks to hear back from me on how I do on this challenge. Uh, but tune in next week, next Thursday, to hear from Ty on how he's doing for his challenge. And if you guys want to submit some challenges to us, join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash the hard thing podcast. There you can also band with other like-minded individuals and create your network, create your tribe of people who are very invested in you trying to do hard things and improving your life. Uh, also stay tuned for our Monday episode. This coming Monday, we have Diana George, who's going to be on the show. And I believe she has a magazine appearance uh, this week. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, uh, so stay tuned for that. Subscribe. Make sure you never miss an episode on the podcast. Also, help us raise $1,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. They're a nonprofit organization that goes undercover to rescue kids from sex trafficking. They're a great organization. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Overcoming-Average. But at the very least, go on to Amazon and look up the documentary Operation Toussaint. That's O-P-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T. It's the documentary about uh, Operation Underground Railroad. It's very in-depth it's also very emotional and it evokes a lot of feelings and go watch it on amazon last but not least make sure you go out and do some hard things because every time you do hard things i promise you you will overcome average Hey guys, one quick announcement for today's show, and you might have heard this already, even in today's episode, but uh, I have an awesome opportunity for you guys. Once in a lifetime, you have the opportunity to have dinner with myself and a covert CIA operative. That's right, an undercover spy. Uh, my guest, Andrew Bustamante, has been gracious enough to offer himself up uh, as guest for a dinner with myself and one lucky audience member. So if you want to sign up for that, make sure you hit the link in the show notes below. As well, you can go to Instagram and hit the link in my bio at The Hard Thing Podcast. This is first come, first serve, and there's only one slot. So whoever signs up first will have the opportunity to come to Utah and have dinner with myself and Andrew Bustamante. It's an exciting opportunity. It's one that you'll be able to brag about to your friends of being able to sit down having dinner with an undercover secret agent. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and sign up in the link in the show notes or go to Instagram at The Hard Thing Podcast and click the link in my bio and you'll find all the relevant information there. Uh, so look forward to having dinner with you.